Hey guys, it's Griffin at Murder in Your Ear back here again to talk about story two of season two with Naomi Rosemach to give you guys the inside scoop on what will be happening in the first episode next Monday. Hi, Naomi. Hey, Griffin. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Doing well. Thanks. So I'm excited for us to return to Murder You. We're taking a little path, little change in path from our Agatha Christie time that we just finished. And we're returning to Central State University to revisit some of the scary antics of the Scarecrow. But this story is taking place 10 years after our first one that happened last season. And this one is taking place in the my face era which is the beginning of social media and uh, we'll be definitely playing with some of those ideas as well and we'll be introducing a whole bunch of new characters as well as meeting some of the ones that we've grown to love that survived from last season very exciting i am eager to see what happens shall we meet the cast we shall see you guys back here in a moment after we meet the cast with some announcements about our Patreon. Enjoy. What's your name? And which character are you playing? My name is Debbie Frost, and I'll be playing President Margaret Hatcher. My name is Daniel Scarantino, and I will be portraying the character Slowburn McGee. I can't wait to meet him. I am Ashley Littlefield, and I play Jessica Bourdain. All right. Hi, my name is Shannon, and I am going to be playing the role of Amber Collins. My name is Daniel Gray, and I'm playing Detective Weatherford. Hi, I'm John Campana. I will be reprising my role of Dean William Hardy, one of the survivors from last season's Murder You. We'll see what season two has in store for Dean Hardy. Hey! I'm Haley Holcomb, and I'm playing Tiffany Von Wheaton. My name is Brogan Wickerack, and I will be playing Luke Langford. My name is Ryan Koch, and I'll be playing David Lorne. Hi, I'm Micaela Mercado, and I'm playing Hannah McFarlane. Hi there, my name is Jacqueline Silva, and I'll be playing Emma Beecham in Season 2 of Murder You. Woohoo! My name is Bo Smith, and I am playing the role of JJ. Hi, my name is Hayden Palmer. Uh, I will be playing Stephen Mugen in this uh, new season of Murder in Your Ear. Uh, last season I played both Patrick Mugen and Jeffrey Mugen, so now I'll guess I'll be reprising as a new family of the Mugen family. My name is Dorothea Silios, and I am playing Donna Westwood. Hi, I'm Claire Lord, and I'm the voice of Muriel O'Leary in Murder at Murder You. Hi, my name is Brandon Young, and I'm returning to play Wilson Gray in Murder University. What is your favorite role that you've ever played, and why? I'd have to say one of my favorite roles I've ever had the honor of portraying was several years ago. I was in a production of The Laramie Project, and uh, the the casting in that is is very interesting in that a lot of roles are doubled and even tripled so everyone ends up playing a multitude of characters and one of my favorite ones was I was a character that also doubled as Fred Phelps who is the head of the Westboro Baptist Church and as a out and proud queer fellow uh, to portray someone that I view as troublesome dangerous 
uh, a frightening man was fascinating and empowering and slightly unnerving, but I think in a very healthy way. And I think that's something that makes theater so powerful is that through characterization and performance, you can learn so much about other people and you can learn so much about yourself. My favorite roles I've played are tied between Ula in The Producers and Beggar Woman in Sweeney Todd. Of all the roles I've done, I think my favorite is probably when I played Mark Rothko in Red. It's a drama. It's a straight play, which I am much more comfortable with. Uh, it was a two-person story, so I got to delve into character relationships a lot. I got to work with Bo Smith, uh, who I have so much respect for as a person and an actor, and happy to be reuniting with him on this project. But I think that role changed how I do things as an actor and later on as a director. And if anybody asked me to do that show again, I would say yes without a second thought. One of my favorite roles I played was Riff in West Side Story from way back in the 1980s. The show was cast age-appropriately, and we worked hard to learn the original Jerome Robbins choreography. Many lifelong friendships were formed during the rehearsal process, and we had a product that we were all proud of. Once COVID is lifted, I want to travel. I want to take a big vacation with my family, maybe Europe. Even Disney World would be great. I also want to travel to my home state, Ohio, and visit family. In my last semester at school, I got the chance to play Deb in Ordinary Days, which was so, so fun. She's so quirky and witty and funny, and I relate a lot to her, so it was awesome to get to bring all of that to life. Uh, it was also a really full circle moment because one of my college audition songs was from that show, so it was just like a really cool way to get to finish out my senior year. This one's always a difficult question for me. And it seems to change every time that I'm asked. But today, uh, there's a tie. My two favorite roles I've ever played were Jimmy from Reefer Madness and George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life, two complete opposite human beings. Uh, Playing Jimmy was just so much fun. It's such a ridiculous show. And I've never had more fun on stage with a cast and crew than during Reefer Madness. George Bailey is just such a great character to inhabit. There's so much emotion that happens in show. It's in that show. It's really a roller coaster from start to finish. And it was so great just getting to pour into that role. And I would happily do either again in a heartbeat. So I played Lord Farquaad in a summer theater camp production of Shrek the Musical at my local performing arts center many years ago. And we had six shows in total split between two casts, but they didn't double cast my role. So it was very fun coming into this very fancy theater on like a consistent basis. So felt like a professional. Um, <laughs> but aside from being allowed to kind of break the fourth wall, like through the craziness of Lord Farquaad, um, for one of the shows, we performed for a bunch of like local little kid camps, um, as well as a special needs school, and their reactions to everything was just incredible. The theater was just filled with just tons and tons of just authentic laughter. Um, it's one of those performances that I'll never forget. My favorite role was Ken in Red. 
mostly because I did it with one of my very best friends in the entire world, um, Dan. And I learned a lot from that role about myself and about art in general. Um, it was just an overall one of the greatest experiences in, of my life. Taught me a lot about myself. My favorite role that I have ever played would had to be a recent one from uh, 2020. I was in a production of The Three Musketeers, and I got to play an evil villain named Jusak, uh, which was a lot of fun. Playing villains is fun. I got to play a villain in the last uh, couple podcast episodes for Murdering Years, so that's been a lot of fun as well. My favorite role I've ever played would have to be Brian from Laughter on the 23rd Floor. It wasn't necessarily because of the character, which was wonderfully written by Neil Simon, uh, but it was because of the cast. Uh, behind the curtain, we had a really fantastic relationship uh, in, in that relationship that we had. Not only strengthened the show, uh, but it really showed on stage. We were always excited to rehearse together, um, and ultimately that was, was my favorite production I've been in as well. What's the first thing you want to do once COVID-19 gets under control? I want to audition for a show, then go get a drink in a bar. So I want to see my family. I haven't seen my parents in over a year and a half. Um, I'm currently living in Michigan. My parents are living in Florida. And um, so the first thing I want to do is I want to see them. I want to be able to be in the same room as them and not just be over... um, zoom or skype or whatever thing it is i want to be able to like sit with them and like watch tv shows like we always do and just be in their presence and not be worried that you know as soon as this is all over i am walking right up to each of my friends apartments and giving them all the biggest hugs that I possibly can. (laughs) I mean, as much as I've loved seeing their beautiful faces every morning on a tiny little Zoom screen, it's just not the same. And then after that, I'm going to Disney World. Hands down, the thing that I want to do most when everything is calmed down and under control is go to the Hall of Gems and Minerals at the American Museum of Natural History. The old Hall of Gems closed down in 2017 for renovations, and it's due to open spring of this year, and that's now. Um, And so I'm really hoping that things calm down enough so that I can just go and spend an entire day looking at rocks. First thing I'm doing post-COVID is getting on the next flight to Peru, hug my grandpa, hang out with my family, and buying as much Donofrio ice cream as I can and eating it all at the local park we have over there. And when the trip is done and I'm back in Florida, I honestly want to get onto another plane straight to the city and see a Broadway show. It's been too long. The first thing I want to do once COVID-19 is under control is get back to live performances, auditioning for those. Uh, When COVID shut down, I had to leave a very, very, very excellent job at a a Shakespeare theater in Orlando. So I'm ready to just get back to live performances and, and working with people again on set. Um, so yeah, yeah. Working with people again is a a big thing I want to get back to. 
the first thing I'm going to do when COVID is under control is to take a live Zumba class. I teach Zumba and I miss taking and teaching live Zumba so much. I've been teaching virtually for a year now on Zoom and it is so old. I miss the people in person and the energy and just the feeling and my friends are there and I miss them. So I, yeah, I'm going to be back at the gym taking my favorite Zumba class from my favorite teacher and hooping and hollering as soon as possible. I think what I'm most excited for once COVID begins to to clear up is, you know, not to sound like a stereotypical actor, but I'm just really excited to be able to do shows again. I think working with Murder in Your Ear has been a really, really cool experience, and it's really gotten me in, into voice acting. And I think it's just really made me miss the camaraderie of a cast because of the really, really cool company that we've created. What's a skill that you have that would surprise people? I'm not really sure I have a skill that would surprise people because most of the skills that I have are all um, theater related, singing, dancing, playing musical instruments. Uh, I love to read, but that's not really a skill. This is very funny. It's just very niche. Um, I found out a couple days ago that I can do a really good Mrs. Doubtfire impression. I found this out at work. I work at Build-A-Bear. So this is my very good impression. Help is on the way, dear. Help is on the way. If I had to choose one, it's probably my ability to write promos and interviews for professional wrestlers. That was my first writing job back in the day, knowing how to craft uh, what a wrestler is going to say to an interviewer to stir up the crowd or to advance a storyline is one of the first things I learned how to do. And I think it's one of the reasons why I'm able to tap into characters so well. I do wire wrapping. Um, so I will take, whether it's stones, small trinkets, tiny pretty things, and I use mostly copper wire uh, for most of my crafts. Um, but I will use the loose wire and create pendants and different kinds of jewelry um, with wire and beautiful things. And that's just something that I've developed over time. It's a fun little hobby. This may come as a surprise to people who haven't heard me do it before, but I can do a pretty good Kermit. Uh, so I'll just give that a shot right now. Uh, Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. It's not easy being green. <laughs> so there you go. Now, people may be surprised to know that I am known within my family for being able to efficiently pack a car for a road trip. No matter how many suitcases, bags, food items, etc. are needed to be packed, my family knows to leave what they want to bring in the driveway and get out of my way. I will find a way to make everything fit. No challenge is too great. So one of my special skills, uh, I discovered only after people told me that when I roll my eyes, they go in opposite directions. Um, so over time, I've learned how to do this on purpose. I call it frog eyes, um, where I can just like split my eyes and uh, get them to go two different directions and just sort of look at people like a frog. I gotta add a ribbit sometime soon, I guess. 
don't think I have a skill that would surprise people. The skills I have are out there on display and everyone I know is very aware of them. Though, I can do the worm and a lot of people don't know that. I was very good at it in high school, back in the 80s. <clears throat> oh, um, I mean, in middle school in the 80s. <laughs> I, I was just impressed everyone with with my worm. And if you don't know what the worm is, then um, yeah, you're <laughs> obviously, um, I've just dated myself. Have you learned any new hobbies or habits during lockdown? Uh, the only new hobbies or habits I've learned during lockdown is how to eat more. Yes, actually, during lockdown, I've picked up and acquired several new hobbies. Uh, I most recently picked up some embroidery. I just happen to have a whole bunch of embroidery floss around the house. And so I picked up a hoop and some needles and started stitching. It's a lot of fun. And oddly relaxing. Now, I think this new hobby that I've developed will surprise a lot of people because people who know me pretty well know that I've aboard sports for like most of my life. But I started watching basketball recently, like regularly, and I love it. It's so entertaining. Like, I watched the Gonzaga um, UCLA game last night, and the game winning shot in overtime. I just about fell out of my bed. It was incredible. My family and I got a puppy back in August. We have been cat people for decades. This is our first experience as dog owners. So I guess you can say that I'm learning what it's like to be a dog dad to Tybalt. And I couldn't be more happy. Every couple of weeks during lockdown, I will go through a phase where I pick up a new totally random hobby. Uh, sort of like at the beginning of quarantine, how we all went through a bread making phase. Remember that? <laughs> what a throwback. But sort of like that. So other phases, I've tried earring making, glass painting, Twitch streaming, lightsaber fighting, roller skating. And uh, I think I've watched every single TV show on Netflix by now. <laughs> The hobby that I have been getting into over quarantine has been dog training since I have a brand new little quarantine puppy named Zid. Um, he is adorable. He is a husky Malamute mix. He's sitting right here doing a cute little snooze. Um, and yeah, training him has been super rewarding, especially because his breed is supposed to be particularly stubborn. Um, so it's happened little bit by little bit and just getting outside and, you know, enjoying the fresh air with him has been um, the best thing when we're all cooped up and, you know, not really able to, to see other people. It's given me a really great outlet um, and I have enjoyed every minute of it. A new habit or hobby that I've picked up since lockdown is meditation. Meditation is huge now for me. Um, it's really helped me kind of get rid of the, the anxiety um, and the stress. It's been a godsend, to be honest with you. My new hobby during lockdown would be yoga. I have definitely found that it is everything and more uh, that I have seen it uh, preached to be. I think I definitely waited too long to, to jump on uh, my yoga mat. Um, and it, it's something I've really enjoyed during this time, and it's been been nice. 
I am thrilled to be returning back to Murder University and excited to work with this awesome group once again. And we are back. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from the cast and what they had to say about their COVID endeavors and artistic experiences. I would encourage you all to keep a lookout uh, for announcements pertaining to our Patreon. We will have some exciting stuff coming up on there soon. So make sure to keep a lookout on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um, so you don't miss out on anything exciting. Naomi, is there anything you'd like to add? No, we're really excited for this next story and hope you enjoy it too. Tune in next Monday for the first episode of Return to Murder You. Very exciting. All right. I'll see you guys later.